You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Kim McCusick joins us in studio, filmstudybaltimore.com. Good morning, Ken. How's it going, Rob? Doing well, man. You did a very interesting bi-week roster evaluation in this relative uh, productivity relative to cap. Mm-hmm. I want to go to to the pass rushers. Uh, I should say the um, yeah the pass rushers, the outside linebackers. Who was performing best or uh, relative to cap? So you know it's it, it ends up being a little bit of a complex question because you you know everybody would say Jadavian Clowney. He's been very valuable certainly relative to the cap. The guy who's you know currently under contract till under team control, Adafi Owe, is one of the young producers on the team who's producing most above the. Uh, cap valuation right now, but then Clowney has has been outstanding. Uh, he's one of the veterans. Um, one of the things in doing this article every year is that is that it's very hard ever to win a free agency transaction by a lot. You're right. paying market value. You're competing against other market participants, and and people should recognize the value of Clowney. In this particular case, they didn't happen to or Van Noy. Now let me let me ask you this. So the lower the cap and the higher the productivity, that's what you're producing yes. best. That's the so surplus got, value. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So when you look at some of the guys, and I know we talk about developmental guys as well, um, where are you seeing some value there? Which guys are you really intrigued? Because like the Ravens, I feel like have done a really good job, and we see it a lot with the pass rushers. People get frustrated they don't come on right away, but mm-hmm. we've seen guys like Paul Kruger, Matt Judon, other players start to figure it out. Tyus Bowser felt like he was starting to figure it out a little bit. Um, where do you do you see any guys on this list that you really like? Yeah, I mean, there there still is value. The developmental group is honestly weaker on the defense than it's been in years past at this point in the season. So, you know, I'll go down the list of the guys who were there. Jalen Armour Davis, I think it's a real question as to whether he ever is a producer now at this point. Malik Ham, interesting mm. candidate. Outside linebacker can play the Sam Mole. And it'll be a second second year next year, so that that's a possibility. Harrison will be graduating off this list because he goes to a second contract, but I think he will be a survivor with the team. Jeremy Lucian, watch for that name. Um, I think they're they're grooming him to be a safety. I'm very excited about his future, but he's one of the only guys on the practice squad who really is a prospect. Uh, Ajabo now has lost two years of his career, so Paul Kruger was at about the same spot. Yep. We can still hope. Tavius Robinson, 31% of the snaps as a rookie. I think that's exciting. Uh, Trenton Simpson, I don't think we've seen anything compelling yet, but hopefully he'll be forced into a larger role and have a have learned by fire next year in Queen's absence. Uh, Trey Swilling might be a guy who could bring something. Not a particularly fast guy, so a real question as to exactly how he fits into the secondary. Uh, Ardarius Washington you know, locked up the, the uh, nickel role coming out of camp. He'd be a guy. And then the... Uh, uh, I think Pepe Williams. I think it's a question as to whether he produces either. So some of these guys are already kind of running out of time in the in the uh, developmental category on defense. Okay, with uh, Kim McCusick, Ken, you already assumed that Queen would be gone, and I mm-hmm. save assumption. Matabike, and if so, looking at the guys that are on the roster right now, what type of productivity are you getting from them? 
that can replace Justin Matabike. Well, Travis Jones is is the key player on the Ravens' defensive line at this point. I think that they will make an effort to sign Matabike. I think that makes sense. I don't think it would honestly make sense to go after Queen. They just offered him an extension. He turned it down, right? I read that somewhere. Bef- somebody said before the season. Was it that what it was? What, okay, what it was. So, so you know, he he better himself. He he won, and uh, now the Ravens will have to, you know, if they want to participate in the market, they'll have to. Make him a, a a nice offer here. Queen's already talking about you know he wants twenty million dollars a year. Fantastic if he can get that somewhere. I, I hope he does. Mm-hmm. The Ravens hopefully will send him off with a Super Bowl ring. But they're not tapping into the value of the versatility of that weak side linebacker spot where you can play a dime and you can play a two down thumper and you can get that job done for a third of the cost. And I I just don't. I, I it's also less injury risk at the position. I just don't see how the Ravens don't try and tap into that given the Lamar Jackson contract. Well. Yeah. And just let me piggyback off of uh, like some of the things we were talking about because like some of the the cap concerns. Veteran, I brought up Matt Judon. Um, Rocky Sin's been a disappointment, mm-hmm. right? Overall, I, what, what do you think happens with some of these guys? Uh, so Yasin, I think will be gone. The, the rest of the of the free agent uh, group that, of doing the veterans now we're talking about. Um, some of them will be back, and some of them won't be all that expensive. So the group veteran group includes um, Arthur Mallette, Delshawn Phillips, uh, Kayvon Seymour, Brent Urban. Uh, Daryl Worley, those guys, no problem. They can bring them back at a vet minimum contract, and they'll, in fact, provide that roster fungibility at the end of the roster to, to have those spots be available for a handshake deal, bring right. it back, you know, kind of thing. So it's very valuable to the team. Um, in, in terms of the other players, Clowney, they're going to have to bid for. And I, I, I'm afraid, that he, you know, he's been kind of a mercenary his whole career, and as much as he fits <laughs> in the system, I mean, I think there's a, a pretty good chance he, he moves on next year. Ronald Darby is the really interesting one. The tremendously valuable depth. He's at an age. I don't think there's going to be a lot of people after him. Maybe the Ravens can get you know a two-year, five, five to six million dollar deal uh, done. It'd be in that range, I think. And the other one that I really want them to make a make a attempt on is Michael Pierce. Yeah, because um, I think he's just very key to their run defense and and what they do in passing. That that is right about Jaden uh, uh, Clowney. He mm-hmm. is you know he's going to go to the highest bidder, and I'm not criticizing yep. him. Uh, he signs short contracts. Get the most money out, sort of like Darrell Revis was on the back end of his mm-hmm. his uh, career. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're looking at this situation with the Baltimore Ravens. Before the season started, during the offseason, Lamar, Lamar, Lamar. Lamar was a talk mm-hmm. of the town. Um, and you're doing this thing uh, with productivity relative to the cap. Is Lamar producing up the standards relative of the cap. I, I can't even imagine uh, answering that question no ever for Lamar Jackson. He makes every other player on the field better, and so any kind of evaluation system seems to fail to capture that. The PFF people admit, you know, I talk to them fairly regularly, that they don't really have a way to capture that, to grade for that. Uh, it's just how, how much of a gravitational impact right. he has to make other running backs better, for example, um, or, or receivers for that matter. Right. Uh, so I think I think yes. And and honestly, let's say the answer were no to that. The Ravens can't do anything about it for years. So it's not actionable. <laughs> so. Yeah. Let me let me get back to what, what we kind of talked about in the yeah. first segment of the defense. How about the developmental players on offense? Because I think we're we're kind of intrigued by some of them, and you know, with some guys to sign, uh, you could be relying on some a little bit more than others. Yeah, it's it's an interesting set on offense. You probably have a little bit more um, future talent in this group, but I'll, I'll go down them real quickly. So we have Salah, um, who I think we were kind of hoodwinked into thinking was a was a potential starter this year. You see him on the field. There's no way in heck that he was ready to play, you know, NFL football. But anyway, it might be in the future. Uh, Cleveland entering his fourth year. I, the the clock is really running out of the hourglass for him. He needs to get on the field and play, and he might. Um, next year if, if Simpson is not here. Falele has, has shown nothing really in two years. He's given up seven and a third sacks and a very low number of snaps, 233 career scored snaps as I have it. Uh, Kolar um, is, has had a tough second year after being effectively injured his whole first year or most of it. Um, only one target since a drop in week one. This is his time right now. These last five games will decide a lot about uh, what kind of star Charlie Kolar is for the Ravens. Likely, I think, he's in a good position right now. Uh, he's, he's coming out of the uh, the doghouse from the big drop against the Colts and, and has will have an opportunity in these remaining games. Uh, Tayshawn Manning mm-hmm. is a name to watch out for next year, a guy who kicked around between Auburn and then to Kentucky for his final year. Um, enormous man, overcame leukemia in high school. He is a body sculpting project, to say the least, meaning he's fat, as the way to say really needed to, to I thought him. he was chiseled. Like, body yes. sculpting. Like, yes. That's what I thought. We need to work some of that out. He needs yes. body sculpting. Yes. I was going to say, yeah, he's a, he's a specimen, huh? No. <laughs> Let me go through the rest of the guys here real quick. Trenton Simpson, we haven't really seen yet, but but we will. Uh, I think I, I, I talked about Trenton Simpson when I was supposed to be talking about John Simpson on offense, but John Simpson has not really been able to get over his penalty, so I'll, I'll, I'll toss that out there as well. Vokalek uh, uh, has three practice squad elevations available, but they haven't used one yet. So that's a shame. And here's the big name that, that I think a lot of people have forgotten is Andrew Voorhees will be available and probably yeah. playing guard on one spot for the Ravens next year. Yeah. Here with uh, Ken McCuse, uh, filmstudybaltimore.com. Ken, I mean, I haven't, unless I missed it, I haven't heard you go on the opposite side. Is there someone on this Baltimore Ravens team that's performing way under uh, their cap value? They have three guys on the on the on the on the offense who aren't, and one guy on the defense. The guy on the defense, let's talk about him for a second. Is, is Tyus Bowser? Obviously, he's on NFI, so in a certain sense, they're not paying him. Why should they bother? Well, it, it, he's impacted their plans, and they can't right. plan around having him for the whole year. Um, it, it'd be a real question. I think that there's going to have to be some serious fence mending for him to be back next year, but it's possible. 
Um, Odell Beckham, obviously, everybody talks about how he was really tied into the Lamar contract, but he's not playing up to $18 million contract. So I doubt he'll be around next year. Devin DuVernay is a guy who might have, but they've just taken him out of the offense entirely. This would be these five weeks. Um, would be a possibility to get him back in, but uh, you know they, they don't have Mark Andrews. There might be a, some wide receiver heavy packages he could participate in, but he's been even cut out of most of the gadget plays. And of course, the big one is the one they're really going to have to make a big decision about is Ronnie Stanley. And he's had a terrible year on the field. Um, and all I can say is the 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 thing that will, might keep him around is the barriers to entry are very high at left tackle. Uh, and you know, getting your new franchise left tackle takes either a lot of draft capital or a ton of the cap, and uh, it'd be very difficult for the Ravens to do that. Well, moving forward, so looking at this team, what do you think they have to do to get the one seed? Um, how important is that to you, Ken? Because like, it, it would be nice to know that all the games are going to be played here in Baltimore. Yeah. Um, but you know, this team has been playing really well, and what sucks is you look at some of the hiccups they had along the season. They could have some, as I call them, break points, if you will. Like you know, having some opportunities here. It's like, oh, we had a bad week, but look, as long as we do this, we're locked in. What do they have to do? Yeah, so winning the Colts game, obviously, is this, would have would put them in a wonderful position right now, but that's not where we are. Um, their destiny is in their own hands if they win out, so start with that. They can likely get there with 4-1, and one, and that's the most likely path. And now they've got a couple different ways. They can either beat Jacksonville and Miami while Kansas City loses one more game. It's, it's the easiest path they've got. It's not easy, but it's the easiest path they have. I think I handicapped that Jeremy at about 24% that that exact thing happens. But with the Monday night loss of Jacksonville, they can also now get in with a four and one record, even if the loss is to Jacks. But what would have to happen is they'd have to then go beat San Francisco on the road. Yeah. And you know it's a it's a tougher one, but it adds another you know permutation that could work. I believe for them. they should be favored. So the Miami's at home, uh, Jack or Jacksonville's mm-hmm. at home. Uh, road, right. On the road. So yeah. depending on Trevor Lawrence's situation, because th- somebody said he looked like, like somebody said they looked like they were helping out a drunk woman out of a bar while they were walking him down the hallway. Uh, he looked really hobbled. So we'll see how long that takes. But you know, they should be favored in most of their games, which I know that's not the end all be all, but it's a good sign knowing that you should be. Jackson without Trevor Lawrence. I think Ravens are favored. Four and a half, five and a half. What do Probably. You think? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it would be over a field goal. Yeah, definitely. Here with Kim Hughes, filmstudybaltimore.com. Ken, I know you watched a lot of film also on this bye week. Um, from the coaching standpoint, what do you think the Ravens have to do to get ready for that that murderous schedule that they have in the second half? So yeah, there a few things. I mean, they really need to continue to make sure that the zone defense that they have is is frustrating the good quarterbacks. And mm-hmm. they got they had a big break to have you know Lawrence be likely replaced by Bethard for that game, but they still face Stafford, Purdy, Tua. It's a, it's a, it's exactly the type of quarterbacks they're going to be facing in the playoffs. So they've got to get ready for that, and this will be a good litmus test. They need to have health. So they need Humphrey and Matabike back, and most importantly, they need to not fall prey to what every other AFC team seems to have, which is having their quarterback hurt. So yeah. uh, Jackson, keeping him not injured and finding him ways to manufacture time and space for him, absolutely key down the stretch. You can't make use of Bateman as a route runner if you can't manufacture time and space for Jackson. Let me ask you about looking ahead just a little bit with uh, the Rams coming to town. They had a good game last week. I don't know what happened to the Browns defense mm-hmm. uh, out in L.A., but uh, I, I think you can throw on them. You're not going to run on them much. And now you see them come to town here. Stafford, what, what have you seen? For, have you seen anything that, that you think you can frustrate this guy with um, or getting after him? Because pressure is one thing. He will dirt the ball near a, a running back. He's a very smart quarterback. Uh, Puka Nakua seems to be a problem. That's that's a guy, a young player. But this Rams game, Ravens are seven-and-a-half-point favorites. This should be after a bye week, uh, an open-shut case, in my opinion, for the Ravens just 
worried about the W, not the spread, but winning this game. Yeah, I mean, they want to keep the back end shut down. They've done that very effectively against quarterbacks like Burrow. I think Stafford is a guy who doesn't mind you know, going underneath, but he probably gets a little bit frustrated by screen pass, screen pass, screen pass to wide receiver the way that Burrow is not frustrated. Burrow is willing to do that for a long period of time. So we'll see. Stafford is, is mistake-prone. Um, as, as good as he is as a quarterback, as smart as he is, he – he occasionally lets the football go as a gunslinger once in a while, and, and you know, eyes on the quarterback are the big solution for that. Yeah, no doubt about that. He is a uh, uh, he. He makes mistakes in bunches. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's spread out throughout the course of the yeah. season. He'll have two or three games where it looks like he has no clue what's going on. Then he'll right the ship and, and get hot down the stretch. Thank you so a lot, Kim McCusick, Film Study Baltimore. Tell folks in Baltimore about the website. Yep. Uh, uh, FilmStudyBaltimore.com and uh, Film Study Baltimore Ravens Talk is the podcast. Lots of articles out there, and there's a good one now on pace relative to expectation if you're into uh, statistical analysis. I love that. Because I, I I, the, the thing I talk about, and again, last night looking at basketball games, pace is the most important thing to me when I'm betting totals and knowing that shots are going up. Doesn't always mean the shots are going to go in, but that's kind of one of the differences. Like even uh, the Pacers last night, everybody wanted to bet the over on that game. That pace should have been fast, but... Boston slows them down. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a give and take in figuring those things out. So I, I love listening to the statistical breakdowns of all that stuff. Andy Gosker did a good article on the Orioles and their lease. He's from Baltimore Banner. He'll join us at 845. But on the other side, speaking of the Orioles, will they be able to improve their pitching staff through trades this offseason? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 